0: There's no such thing as creative people and non-creative people. There's just people who use their creativity and people who don't. And not using it doesn't go without penalty. As it turns out, unused creativity is not benign, it's dangerous. That quote is from my dear friend, Brene Brown. I wanna dive into a little story here. And it's a story about my experience, my early experience as someone who identified as a creator. And it starts out with everything looking great on paper. right? I had the appropriate ambitions. I had a clear plan for achieving my dream. I knew what I was gonna do with my life and I had confidence that I could actually succeed at doing it. But the reality was that inside I was lost. I was unsettled. I was emotionally absent, stuck. I couldn't really put my finger on it but something felt off. I was struggling and I couldn't take another step forward. How was I going to follow this plan? It wasn't until I experienced the loss of someone very near to me that I realized something. I realized that the plan I had, it actually sucked. Every action made sense by itself, but the destination that those actions were pointing to left me cold, left me empty. The year before, I'd quit the opportunity to continue pursuing professional soccer. Now I was off to med school, plunging into another life that I had no desire to live. What was I doing? How, how would this happen to me? I mean, I thought I was aware of this and yet something had steered me awry. I realized then that all my life I'd been seeking the approval of others and to achieve at any cost, largely on the back of what I would get from the approval of others. And becoming a doctor seemed to me like the obvious choice, maybe even the only choice. I truly believed that. And then loss taught me otherwise. You see, it was my grandfather's unexpected death that woke me up. And losing him in that moment, I was reminded that I'd only ever have one life. And if I didn't pursue my calling in this go round, I never would. So if I wasn't going to you know, take the path of a doctor and heal the sick, where then did I belong in this world? What was I supposed to do? You may have asked yourself this, right? I asked myself, what is my calling? And here's the thing, I didn't know. I didn't know the shape or the exact contours yet, but there was something inside me that demanded, required that I let it out and i found myself at one of life's crossroads the safe path leading in one direction uncertainty and possibility in the other eventually i came to realize that a calling is just that right it's a whisper in the distance it's rarely a you know a hammer that hits us over the head it's this faint calling Most of us don't wake up one day and decide that we're born to be a a horse veterinarian or an opera singer or something. That's a story that we tell ourselves after the fact or that society tells us that once we've found ourselves wherever we happen to end up. No, you know, a calling, it's an intuitive hint. It's sort of a tug, it's a nudge, it's a push that we experience when we do something that feels right this is awesome. I hear this little vibe inside my heart, my soul, my brain. This is so great. I'm going to keep doing this and see where it takes me. The cool thing is if we listen to these hints and we, if we let these, these little nudges, these little phrases that we say to ourselves or that we hear in our guts, if we let these tugs guide us and heed the call, we soon begin to realize that we actually are walking our own path. No matter where we're going, we're exactly where we're supposed to be. So no, I did not decide, despite what you might read on the internet, (laughs) that suddenly at the age of 21, I wanted to be an artist, or let alone an action sports photographer, or the founder of an online learning platform. I just simply started listening to my gut and then pulling on that thread. I knew that I wanted to take photos, right? It was simple as that. And as long as I started trusting myself, as long as I began doing what felt right, and I repeated that. Notice that this is action-oriented, right? When I started taking action, the direction, of the things that felt right, I figured that the rest would take care of itself. And you know what? Here's the cool thing. Here's the thing. You're not told by your parents, your career counselor, or your uncle, or grandma, or anyone else who has your best interests in mind is that it did work out. It does work out. That was the moment where I summoned the courage to disappoint other people in my life. And this may, I'm not saying it will, but it may well be an important step for you to start to disappoint others in your life. For me, this was the second time I'd abandoned my plan for the future. And I took my first hesitant step down this new path, this path that at that time was in pursuit of my very own, my personal, my soulful, creative calling. And it turns out that here, I don't know how many years later, I'm still on that path. I'm on that path today and I've never looked back. This is the cool thing about being creative. It does not mean quitting your day job. It does not mean donning a beret and moving to Paris and smoking the cigarettes. Creativity doesn't require these things. It doesn't require dressing differently or making a whole new set of artsy friends or it doesn't mean trying on a persona or going through a phase. You should forget everything you've heard about creativity and know in your heart, you know what it means to be a creator. That is another amazing thing about creativity is it's natural, it's life-sustaining. It's a essentially human function that is core to our health and to our well-being. It's as natural as breathing. In fact, let me put it into perspective for a second. Imagine a world where breathing is a shameful practice. I know, go with me on this one. What if they taught kids in school, keep your breath down, children? I mean, imagine that, right? Kids would never run and play, right? Because it would require heavy duty huffing and puffing and exaltation and Adults wouldn't get excited about anything for for fear of sucking wind, right? Imagine living in that world where you got by just by little sips of oxygen and always feeling dizzy and tired. Well, to juxtapose that, imagine then being told that a nice, deep breath of fresh air, something that fills your whole belly, your lungs, and all of that would be invigorating. It would be refreshing, and it would be really good for you. Imagine being told that it's society that's sick, not you. Imagine being told that breathing deeply will change the way that you think and feel forever. What would you do next? That is akin to this dynamic that I'm trying to set up here in this micro show, right? One where you understand that the previous notions, the understandings of creativity were very wrong. They were very, they were colored poorly. And it's not to blame, but they were largely colored by a period of time and a cultural space that did not actually understand it. But things are different now. And you're different now. And the takeaway is we are all born creative. No matter your race, your gender, your sexual orientation, ability, background, the cool thing about creativity is it welcomes you, right? That's the goal of this show. And this particular podcast is to invite you to embrace and enjoy all of creativity's benefits. When we create, we tap into something powerful inside us. We don't control this energy. This is channeled, right? The strength of this creative force in every human, in you, it's completely undeniable. I've seen it unleashed way too many times to think otherwise. I've personally experienced and I've seen tens and thousands in front of me watched this unleashing happen. And I know from Creative Live, millions of people have had this creativity unleashed. You have this power humming inside of you right now, whether you know it or not. Now, if you asked your friends, your neighbors, your peers, your parents, your people you hang out with, I think a lot of people would say that the world feels a little bit different right now. We've all felt a little off kilter, whether it's the economy or The global environment, globalism, the wars, the political environment, it feels awkward. It feels different. But you know what hasn't changed and what isn't different is the fact that the creativity you have humming inside of you, that little piece of creative plutonium that is your soul, it has the ability to work through all of this stuff. If you start to listen to it, if you pay attention, and if you... You lean into action over intellect, right? If you start to do things that move you closer to what you feel in your heart, whether those are career moves, personal moves, hobby moves, I don't actually distinguish between those because remember, it's all creativity at work. If you start to do the things that move you closer to who you want to be, to what you feel like in your soul, you will be better off. In fact, this is the key to playing through these difficult geopolitical, social upheaval, interesting, chaotic times that we're experiencing right now. This is the best vector through it all. So I encourage you in this next week, as you're reflecting on this micro show, what can you do to lean into those feelings, the difference between where you are right now and where you want to be? What actions can you take to move yourself forward? And I bet that you'll start to hear something that you may have not heard before. And it's not gonna come like a trombone or a freight train, it's gonna come like a whisper. Start to pay attention to those whispers. And I believe that great things will happen. This idea that the creativity inside us may be dormant, it is normal, it is understandable, it is real. But this week, see what you can do to wake it up. All right, hey, before we go, I would love to ask a small favor. If you are willing to support this show and share this or some other one of your favorite episodes with a friend or on social media, it would mean the world to me. This is not a show where we pay to promote it like so many of the most popular podcasts on the world. This is all organic. It's been growing for 12 years. That's right. 12 years we've been doing this show. So I would love to lean into you and this community and ask the favor, the small favor, if you share this. To one or two people. And if you do, thank you very much. If you're too busy, until next time, just know that I'm gonna continue to put in the work to get this show out there to help you, your peers, your friends, anyone you're willing to share this with. Appreciate it. Until next time, I bid you adieu. All right. That's all for today's show. But hey, before you go, I want to say thank you for listening and also for engaging with the platform wherever you consume the show, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere. Thank you so much. Reviews help a ton if you're willing to. And I want to let you know in an effort to continue the topics we explore here on the show or if you have questions, you can always direct your comments to me on all my social feeds. I'm at Chase Jarvis everywhere. But also... I will see your message quicker if you shoot me a text. That's right, I can text directly with you. The best way is to hit me up at 206-309-5177. I get a lot of text, so I can't always get back to you right in the moment. But trust me, those are my thumbs on the other end of the keyboard. So I wanna say thanks so much, and I look forward to engaging with you soon.